You know when you order a new video game, or a golf club, or a blender, and then it arrives at your door. You get a little thrill. Imagine how much more thrilling it is when you order a new car. With Nissan at home, you can shop for the perfect ride and order it without ever having to go anywhere. Sure beats a golf club or a blender. Buy a new car entirely online with Nissan at home. Deliver direct from dealer to driveway. Thrill starts here. Services may vary at participating dealers subject to applicable lossy dealer for details. What's good, ladies and gentlemen? You are listening to Sideline Talk. I am the humble beast, unashamed hurt. What's going on, Mr. Mr. T-Triple today? T-Triple it. T-Triple. Oh, where? The truth teller. In the building, Alice What it is, what it is. This is your man, Random Wave. In the building, half happy, half confused. How y'all doing? Blessed, man. How you feeling? Feeling great. Feeling good. It's a great day. It's a it's a wonderful day. Wonderful Wendy. You know what I'm saying? A a great man that walked this earth said it is let me get the quote right. My brother what what, what homie say? It was excellent. Amongst many things that the the Reverend Doctor Martin Luther King Junior said and did, one of the quotes I love, the time is always right. To do what is right. Integrity. That's an integrity bar right there. And Sideline Talk, we we are men of integrity. We trying to uphold that integrity in the sports world by bringing you the unfiltered truth. Period. If, ands, buts about it. No bias. None of that good stuff. We just bring you the truth and let you know what's going on in the wonderful world of sports. Of course, on the show today, we got... We got to break down the championship games. The first time ever the NFC and AFC title game went to overtime. Plenty of controversy in both. Especially a lot in one in particular. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, also on the show, we got live interview with Fire Ice uh, PR uh, own Nika Watkins. She's in the, she'll be here and discussing just her journey and how... She gets to the behind the scenes of the sports world and hip hop. For those who just following sideline talk, we are a podcast that's Baltimore based, but we're big on sports and hip hop. So we're gonna chop it up about a little bit of everything. It'll get random too. It's like guaranteed to go left at any point. That's what's what's wild. That was extremely wild But you know what It wouldn't be fair If we just didn't allow The Saints fan in the room To to kick things off They were the first game of the week Of the weekend Saints If you were under a rock The Saints lost at home to the LA, I'm about to say St. Louis, to the Los Angeles Rams in overtime on a 57 yard field goal by Greg Zerline, as I'm sorry, affectionately known by Mr. T Triple Allen C as 
Greg the Leg Zerline. So, um, just let you go ahead. Let's keep your peace. Wu Tang forever. It's easy, especially you know, cheering for the Saints to say they were robbed. It's easy. That's an easy statement. Easy. Um, but I'm, I'm not gonna do the easy statement. I'm gonna say the Saints left points on the field. Um, on that drive after the 45 yard pass downfield to again, mm. um, the very next Drew Brees, the most accurate quarterback in history, short arms a pass to Michael Thomas for a touchdown. Um, that last drive before the um, pass interference, the, the no call pass interference. You stop the clock with what is essentially a basic slant pass to Michael Thomas. Mm. That if a better ball is thrown, the corner falls. Michael Thomas and the other receiver, I can't remember who it was over there, is two on one with the safety down there. That's easy. So we left... The Saints left points on the on the, on the field. We we left. No no no. He wanted to say we, but then he tried to clean it up and say the Saints. Yeah yeah. Just speak from your heart, man. It's we. It's we. I know you're rocking the Raven gear, but you know we understand. You I mean, got it's two a, teams. It's, it's, it's a, we. It's not really a we. It's Until like, Drew retires, we. Yeah. <laughs> that's all, that's all Drew, it is. If Drew announced his retirement, my Saints. Hey Al, all I'm gonna say is be careful. I tried that before. I'm still a Laker fan. That's all I'm going to say. I tried that before. It don't work out as easy I mean, as you I, think. I, I like Cam Jordan, but he ain't, he ain't Drew. <laughs> gotcha. Sheldon Rankins ain't Drew. Which I said was going to come back and hurt him. And Cameron Jordan, they just slid the protection over the Cameron Jordan way. Malcolm Davenport was MIA. And Sheldon Rankins is a big pass rush force directly up the middle, you know, beeline straight to the quarterback through the A-gap. Right. Um, I've always said nothing messes up a play faster than direct pressure through the A-gap going to the quarterback. Mm. That's why I was so adamant of moving Terrell Suggs inside as a defensive end. Right. And having another speed guy come around outside because Terrell Suggs knows how to get to the passer, to, to the quarterback. If you can get there half a second quicker coming through the A-gap, that play is messed up before it's turnovers. Same thing mm. needed to happen with L.A., mm. and they didn't get it. Shout out to the Rams defense mm. and Wade Phillips because they started off thirteen down 13 nothing, and then the rest of the game they allowed 10 points. To 10 teams. points. So, I mean – it's easy to say that the, the pass interference messed up the game, messed up Drew's legacy, whatever. I ain't going that, that far about the points. legacy thing. That's, I ain't going that far. There was points left on the field by the, by the Saints. And hats off to the Rams. There were points left by the Saints. And that's all you got to say. T Triple. You see this bull? You see, this is I, – I, I, I could have sworn to open the show and said we weren't going to be we, – we was going to be 
unbiased and I all am that. Unbiased. All of that was that all that that was biased. How was that biased? That was that was a, that was a, a on the field. No, you what you're saying is wasn't what you're what you actually said wasn't biased. The way you said it was biased. Because you said it was because this is the reason why you lost instead of the No. No, it's, it's not even that. It's not even that. But let's just let's just be let's just call a spade a spade. If the quarterback and the head coach was Joe Flacco and John Harbaugh, the energy would be totally different when they left points on the on the board. Right or wrong? Because you real calm and relaxed. You ain't. You said, well, the most accurate player. Under through, I mean, through a bad ball. I get that. He not once did he blame Sean Payton's play calling, and for just basically throwing the game. But let that have been John. Well, John, I can't See, blame John for play calling. John, no play call, no call plays. Are you? But you'd Every have been yelling. But you'd have been kicking. My point is, you'd have been kicking and screaming. That's if my it, team. Okay. All right. All right. See. See this. Drew Brees had a hell of a game. He, he had two touchdowns, and that that pick that was thrown. And overtime, that pick was terrible. It really wasn't. Michael Thomas lost the ball. That pick was terrible. Michael Thomas looked at the referee instead of looking for the ball. It was a good because he got bumped. <laughs> it was a good play by Flower. That's what it was. <laughs> good play by Flower. But he didn't touch the ball. Right, he didn't touch the ball. <laughs> True two, panic. Michael Thomas had a Tory Smith like what was going on. He, like, he, he just looked, stopped looking for the ball. He was looking for the call. Yeah, I was like. Okay. If you look for the ball, the corner is falling. He turns. You the catch the there. ball with the corner falling. That's a touchdown. Man, <laughs> shout out to the corner because he made sure it wasn't that ball wasn't hitting the ground. No. Let me just lay down right. and just let it fall like, in my I lap. To <laughs> the interception for real. Is that a high point in the ball? Mm. Where the Saints robbed, John? No, the left points out there. I'm not gonna say. They left both teams left points on the board. The score was what 26-23? Yeah. 26-23. You can say shout out to both the defenses. And the while you down 13-0, you held them to six points in the first two drives because it could have been worse than what it was. It could have mm. been 21 nothing. Mm. It got out of hand. Motherfucker, New Orleans could have been still partying to this day screaming. We probably could hit him all the way down from Martin Luther King Boulevard right now. But I'm saying, I don't think. I, I believe they got robbed, point blank, period. Mm. At the end of the day, the NFL is going to find a young boy with the helmet, the helmet. <laughs> they better not fire him. They better find not find him. They better not find him. They're going to find him. You can't. Do you bet they not find him. everybody else. They, but they get they penalties. They find everybody they, else. They get penalties called on them. Even when you don't they get a penalty call, they still going to find you. What? They always find somebody who put helmet to helmet. Because they reviewing more. Exactly. Hey, that, I that, said, to be honest, that's going to be fine. He's going to be happy to pay. <laughs> okay. yeah, right. even, I'm in the bowl. He thought it was saying, it was like, shit. I, I, shit out of there. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pause. But then, too, I was like, I was expecting the flag. I was like, yeah, he looked around like, shit, ain't no flag. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a tragic way to end the game the way it did because it was like the whole world and he was like, they look under the couch like, nigga, ain't no flag? What's the fuck? I'm not going to say it ended the game because, you know, it could be some type of kickoff return that put him back in the game, but that pretty much nah, that thing. I mean, you wouldn't get a chance for a kickoff return. Well, we don't know. That's why I say you don't know. We don't know because the play calling 
before that was not time on the clock. Yeah, it was stupid. I understand. I mean, that's it how they call plays, though. That's how Sean Payton is. He that slant from Drew to Michael Thomas is a handoff. I get it. I I get that. Routinely, but I'm not, it's a I'm not even beefing about that. There's two plays after it. They you ran the ball. They didn't see. It didn't seem like it didn't seem Saints like. You ran the ball with Ingram up the middle with Donald and Sue. That was dead. Mm-hmm. And then you threw another pass on third down, which was the pass interference, if I'm not mistaken. The problem that I had with the play calling, it, it, was, it wasn't good. Was the fact that you had El, um, you had Kamar who couldn't be guarded by anybody on the right. That's why I hate the day that they went away from. Even that's, if he see, was double team right there, that means somebody's one on one that you know that you can beat in right. that secondary, especially in the slot linebacker right. safety position. So why is that not in your game plan, right. Sean? And that's what I'm referring to is what I that wasn't Saints like because in the keys, that's a key drive. Yeah, like you just hit for a big play with Tag again. Okay, spread them out right. like you normally do. Create a mismatch, like get Michael Thomas one on one. You know, get um, Kamara one on one. Get Gin one. You know what I mean? They it was just it like they went from Sean Payton and the Saints mm-hmm. to okay, let's be the typical what 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 any typical coach would do in this situation. I feel like that's they, what it seemed like. Let's do a little like players. Because they felt like it wasn't working, so they tried to force Michael Thomas at the end. That's what it felt like. I felt like it was like, let me try to feed Michael Thomas right here, right there and there. Mm. Bad throw, but then at the end of the day, they lost. Boy, they great. Everybody won't say, well, that, that game, you know, that penalty don't change the game. That's, that's the fuck it did. It took it to overtime. <laughs> at the end of the day, it took it to overtime. Like, that play right there took it to overtime. Yeah. I felt that it was so bad that I felt like, even before the bleach reports came out, what the NFL was thinking about doing, was they going to go to can't do it. reviewing Penalties. Oh, that? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, not as a way as college is doing it right now. They review it to see if it's a targeted rule. And yeah. It is, they eject it. They get ejected and a 15 yard penalty. Right. But if it ain't, or it's just an incomplete pass. Right. I was like, well, they might do something like that, but not as extensive as ejecting the play. Right. I just, I think in, in that sense, what the, what the NFL should do, because um, you know how they go to New York. To verify a, a challenge, like a spot of the ball, they should be able to get a call from New York, a guy who's like watching replay, and just to to override the uh, officials. Right. Like he should be able to call in and be like, "All right, wait a minute, y'all got that wrong." Mm-hmm. Like it actually was a pi mm-hmm. and spot the ball. I don't know if I because want to do that it, huh? for every game. For like every how game? they did the um. You know how they started the overtime rule? It was just playoffs mm-hmm. when they did that. And I would be fine with them doing that for just playoffs as far as I could. PI. I could. Holding, like defensive holding, stuff like that. The re- I get what you're saying because that way it's not what? Because it's going to slow down every single game. No, 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 no. No, not really. You ain't got to do it throughout the game. You can have it within a certain time frame. Because I mean that's like that's I think part of, every part of football. Right? I think it's, NFL is the one sport, the one major sport where every single game is important. You can't just label it like like section it off for the playoffs, which are important. But to get there, like all sixteen matter. 
Right, I understand that. But just like I, like I said, with the overtime rules, it wasn't until recent. Until they like, started they, they, with they tried it. The they, playoffs. Yeah, it was like that was a trial. Was the playoffs? And that that was fine. And I feel like if you're gonna do, you know, the review of the PI, just leave, just do it at the playoffs. To me, that would be fine because it's like I said, it's gonna slow down the game. No, and but 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 it's certain all all PIs isn't created the same. Warrants would would warrant them to get override by the uh, New York because they, New York watching it anyway. They just don't make the phone call. You see what I'm saying? I understand, but again, if if you do that, if you do it that way, and the game is not even close, like why? why it's it's it? pointless. It's I mean, that, that point is there's no need. <laughs> That's what I said. That's what I said. Like within within two minutes of the game, and it's a close game. It's like all right, well, yeah, let's make sure, you know, a a, a penalty don't change it. Like we we talk about. But that's why I said just do it in playoffs because to me I felt like it's rare that you get a playoff blowout. But then yeah, but think about. I'm sorry, let me cut you off. Go ahead, go ahead before you lose your point. No, but I'm saying when it, when it comes down to owners, this is game changing regardless of how you look at it. When yeah. Every time an NFL quarterback gets hurt in a certain way, we have a rule change. Every time a, a receiver got bullied or physical, we have a rule change. This is an offensive-driven league now. So you pretty much stop an offensive-driven team <laughs> on a penalty. You're going to look at that. Owners are going to be like, what if that was us? Yeah. Oh, fuck no. You ain't fucking up my chances of running. We're going to vote on this right now. Point blank, period. You're not going to sit there and say that's not as, as equivalent as a Tom Brady getting hurt with his knee. Because it is. Drew Brees don't have a chance to go to the Super Bowl game. Might not might ever happen again. I mean, I'm not saying <laughs> might not. I'm just saying it's a strong possibility right. being 40. Right. <laughs> it's equivalent. I'm just saying. Like, you got you got to take that into effect and look at it from an owner position. Like it could happen. It might happen in the regular season just to try, it, and then this might be a statement in the playoffs. It happens. I mean, look look at both the passing the first call for both games. Look at the one on the rookie was it uh, homie twenty seven Jones J C Jackson ja- Jackson. Jackson. Mm-hmm. The one pulling with Casey trying to reach for the ball, he turned his whole body because he got to try to find the ball, and make a hand placement. But he's turning with Kelsey at the same time. He pushes. <laughs> So at the end of time, no, he I mean, grabbed Kelsey. He like, grabbed him. Yeah, he, his body's already turned. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. So, but you got that ticky tack little they fighting for it. Then win. you got going with that a whole blowout. Come on now. So. Mm. At the end of the day, I feel like Sean Payton and the refs blew that game horribly. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, I mean the. Rams didn't do nothing spectacular offensively or defensively. What? What did they do? Defensively, they didn't do nothing spectacular? Defensively, they definitely did. What's, what's the strong signal in that team? Aaron Donald. We know what the strong was. That <laughs> front four. Aaron Donald. That front four was spectacular. And that's why I said Sean Payton had a horrible game. What you is? Aaron Donald. No, 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 no. I'm not describing. You know I'm not describing Aaron Donald. Come on now. I'm not even saying Aaron Donald. Don't, don't why, just say Aaron Donald. Don't calling, forget Sue. Why are you calling Was him dominant. Him? I'm not saying he wasn't dominant. But you <laughs> said Sue like a nigga just came out of Nebraska. He's still Sue. No, he's still Sue. Like I was saying, at the end of the day, Sean Payton was he was he got too many plays that's going 15 to 25 yard routes, knowing that the defensive line with Flower could be a fucking problem. You got to get that shit. When he was nickeling diamond down the field and beating Little to every punch, he asking for help, but ain't getting no help. Or you doing drag routes, 
He was killing him. He was getting on the field with no ease, with ease. Then all of a sudden, you doing these long, developed five-step drops, waiting, and you seeing, you seeing Breeze do this. You see Breeze do this, looking, getting lucky here with dump off. You calling the play, calling the game that's, that don't suit you for this game. That's why I said they didn't do nothing special. They just did, they just got the opportunities that was in front of them and exploited them. Yeah, I mean, I'm- it was a business that whole. You were saying niggas is fullbacks that was on the street two weeks ago getting touchdowns. I mean, Sean McVay and and Wade Phillips definitely outcoached Sean Payton and, and uh, who else is the offensive coordinator over there? Let's just say Sean Payton and Drew Brees. <laughs> he outcoached Pete Carmichael's <laughs> offensive coordinator. Who else? Damn. Mm. I'm just disrespectful. Pete ain't got nothing to do with it. I mean, Pete, Pete out there getting the check. That's crazy. I think you took, the, you took the ball out of the hot hand for... The Saints and Kamara was killing the hell of that linebacker. The Saints did what they were that linebacker was looking around for help. My bad. Mm. The Saints <laughs> did what they were supposed to do in, uh, and minimizing a hot hand with a backfield of C.J. Anderson and Gurley because uh, Gurley looked like he was just I ain't got it today and he turned it on at the end and get him some clutch you know yardage but you know you got committing that Saints defense was locking them down like the way they did especially coming from that game when they played the Cowboys ran all over. I mean, you can't act too much from that defense and shit, so. Mm. All right, this Patriots, Chiefs, game of the night. We ain't. 37-31. Go where, no where. Yo, this little memes, little Instagram videos. Yeah. Shit, no motherfuckers. They be mad. I like every last one of them, too. 50 Cent one. That Diddy one, too. Somewhere, somebody watching this is upset with John right now. What? He's like, how can you, somebody? I'm, I'm, just, I'm not saying it's us, but somebody's really that's that's in their feelings. Like, how the hell he can have on all that Raven gear and support fan. and support New England? I'm a I'm not. You sound like a, you sound like a straight New England fan right I'm now. A, I'm a Brady fan. You are doing. Just tell you. I'm a Brady fan for after the two years because all the hate nonsense that he get is stupid. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. After the hate that he got, it ain't it ain't just at the while stupid. Some of it's just dumb. Right. It is just, it's just oh, most hate is stupid. Right. Right. It's I'm, been it's been oh this I'm, might be it. I'm I'm just curious. I'm just curious. Come on. When now. do you, when do you watch basketball? I've never watched basketball. <laughs> okay. Right. I don't even want to ask no questions right. to try and say about that. Because I, I, I would think, based on that on that premise, he's definitely a Russell Westbrook, James Harden fan. No, no. Based on that premise, you would have to be. You would have to be. Definitely a KD. Well, yeah, you most definitely Kevin Durant fan. Most definitely. But I'm just, but for just like dumb hate, them two get it. No. A lot. I don't understand why. You don't like him because of defense alone. Who? Harden? Yeah. What? Well, defense and he always, like, he's like, he's an enigma. He's he an always enigma. got a 50 point game in his pocket for my Lakers all the time. Every single time you step on the court, you know you're dropping 50. So you mad? Like, you mad because he's dropped 50 on the Lakers? Yes. Al. I don't have to like you if you're going to go against my team. I don't Al. have to like you. He don't. He doesn't discriminate. Everybody. Yeah, he he's Oprah. Yeah, Everybody yeah, gets 50. Yeah, yeah he did. Look at it. Everybody. He's a special design triple double 50 pointer for my damn Lakers every single time. 
So that that was my my issue with Harden. Westbrook is Westbrook. When it, when it comes down to Westbrook is the fact that, one, I think he hurts your team more than he helps your team, especially yes. in the clutch. Yeah. I don't, I'm not taking away with his triple doubles or what he can do. I always said that he was a more souped-up J.R. Smith to me. Ooh. Think about this game. He can drive when he want. He can dunk when he want. He can lay up. He, when he get hot, he get hot. But when that nigga get cold, he get what? That nigga get ice, Maddie Ice type shit. Think about it. I got you. J.R. Smith, he hit bonkers shit with, with, with the Cleveland uh, Cavaliers when time you like, that nigga ain't gonna hit that. He hit it. And then when you need him to clutch, what happened in the championship? Ice. Yeah. It's just that J.R.'s, I mean, uh, Westbrook is, is better. Okay. All right. Get back to, I don't know where he was going with that, but Patriots, he, he, Chiefs. No, he, he, he's saying that because of the fact that everybody hate Brady. But he does, you know, he does good. Mm-hmm. But everybody hate Westbrook and Harden, but they do good. So how can I separate that? No, I can't put the, I can't put the two. I can't put the two because Brady won the fucking rings. That, right. <laughs> you know Brady's going to be there playing for the championship, or at right. least one of them, either AFC championship or the actual Super Bowl. Yeah. I can't put that with Westbrook or Harden. Yeah. It just depends on, just depends on the season. <laughs> Hello, how you doing? Hey. Nice to meet you. Really? You're really mute. <laughs> so what happened? We were talking about that we coming. You should try to bring up the... What? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. It's that reach because of the little Westbrook... No, it's it's a fact. Came up there earlier. No, it's a fact. It's a fact. It's a fact. That, that people hates on Russell Westbrook and James Harden now for the dumbest reason. Reason that don't make sense at all. I'm just not a fan. I'm not a fan. Right, I, I, I can have, I can have that's under, that's and that's I, understandable. I give you my reason why I'm not a fan. Right, that's understandable. Just not being a fan is understandable. Right. But to say a person is stat pad and they don't care, that don't make sense when you look at the numbers. But if I mean, if you look at the numbers, <laughs> that's why it's stat padding because it's, it's, no. it's blank stats. No, no, no. It doesn't lead. It doesn't lead to wins. No, it don't make sense. Because it don't lead to wins. When, when you're when you're within the top eight of the conference, that leads to wins. It's fourteen teams in the conference. Okay, but this is don't be in the t- in the top half of them. Okay, say it like again? it doesn't lead to wins. What you're saying it doesn't lead. How how scoring, rebounding, assists doesn't lead to wins? Because if you're sitting there and you're leaving your guy wide open for a three to get a rebound, that may or may not happen. Is not. Wait a minute. Westbrook does not play defense on the other team's best guards. He doesn't. He just sits there in the paint and waits for the rebounds. How can you not play defense and you lead the league in steals every year? James Harden is like fourth in steals. They don't play defense. Yo. How can you not play defense <laughs> and do that though? Like what you say? Led the league in steals. AI is not a defender. Okay. That make okay. <laughs> Okay. I mean, when you have when you right. have their type of speed, when you have that type of speed, you can play passing. So, games. so when when Westbrook it comes to fast, well, you right. We just going a little too deep, but it's just common sense. When it comes to defense, you don't have to be uber gifted to play defense in the NBA or in basketball. You know I'm what? Not, no, wait, wait. You know what defense is? Effort. That's all defense is. Is effort. 
And the great defenders is nothing but effort. A lot of times they don't have the effort. To not it's have not, effort every single I'm night? I'm never, ever going to say, yo, this dude is telling me Westbrook lock him up. I'm never going to say serious? that like I did with, with Joe and or Kobe. Like, I wouldn't do that. See, that's, that sounds like a bias. How is that Because unless, because if you, what you, you say. You know Joe is going to lock up the watch best guys on this, this how it's You biased. know Kobe is going to lock how, up the this best players on everything. This how it's how many, how many um, Rockets games and Thunder games do you watch? You mean when they don't play the Lakers? Right. Or the Warriors? Right. Probably none. <laughs> okay. Back to football. That's bias. Exactly. That's bias. <laughs> That's a bias right there. Wait, come on. All right. So, Chiefs, Patriots, you a Brady fan. He's a New England fan. And Raven get. It's understandable. You're a football fan first. You know what? Let's talk about the game. Yo, people hate. Yeah, people do hate Gronk. It's weird. Best ability is availability, except for Aaron Rodgers and Rob Gronkowski. But anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, it's true. Um, I missed the first half of the game. Not really. I was mad. I throw my phone while I walked away from the TV for a minute. I'm like, I can't watch this. And then it was like, yo, passing the ferns on like a little tippy tap. I'm like, nigga, now y'all want to call passing the ferns? Okay. So I just let it. I walked away from the TV for a minute mm. until the second half. Um, But I did see the dumb interception that Brady threw, trying to throw to Gronk when he was double teamed. Um, mm. They were running. It was running the ball well in the first half, I believe, as well. Right. You know, on the goal line. Yeah, goal line. Okay. Pass. Yeah. Red zone pass. Stupid decision by Brady. Um, got greedy. Got greedy. It was just bad placement. Um, ball, ball placement. Bad placement, yes. No, it was, it was no way to throw because he was brightly covered. There's a guy underneath and a guy on the six. You throw it high. You still you throw it high. By throwing it low, okay. you're making it easy. Okay. You know what I mean? I At least he can go that get it sense. and fight. That makes sense. I don't think he would have came down with it because it wasn't that much space. No, but probably nobody would have came down with exactly. it. But you still get three out of it. Just like we, we said with the Rams, the Patriots, until the late uh, flurries by the Chiefs, had a great defensive game. The late flurries or the second half? Because they came out smoking. Well, probably the second half. I, I didn't catch all of the second half. Oh. I, I was still mad a little. You still mad? I missed like, the first five minutes of the third quarter. <laughs> See, like the first five minutes. The first game. The first game. Oh, <laughs> I'm a Drew Brees fan, so I was yeah, mad about the first game. <laughs> but um, I, I guess the second half there. But Kelsey had what three catches? Yeah. In the touchdown. Yeah. Tyreek um, only had the one catch in right, the first Tariq half. Tyreek had one. They only had 30 yards rushing. Yeah. I mean, that's great, pretty much defensive game plan. And you, they only ran half the plays that the Patriots run. So, it was great defense by keeping your defense off the field, too. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on the game? Uh, the first drive dictated the whole game. I kind of knew, no matter what happened, the way they ran the ball with Sonny Michelle, that Kansas City wasn't ready for that game. They didn't adjust anything from – was that week six, week seven, whatever that uh, early regular season game was. They ran the ball down their throats. Uh, Gronkowski was a major problem in 
that run game because he's damn near like a left tackle. He's always an unbalanced line wherever he lines up that that helps that run game tremendously. When a defensive tackle, linebacker, or uh, a DN gets stonewalled because he can't move Gronk to help that run game, that's a mismatch no matter where he goes. And then once you start biting up, trying to stop the run, up oh, here come Edelman for a crossing route, mm. do a sack, catch a pass, Hogan catch some shit that he ain't supposed to be catching. Um, <laughs> um, Cordell Patterson, he's like the X Factor. He's like a, a, a less efficient Hernandez, especially he don't kill people. Like, <sighs> we don't know yet. So, um, I just think it was an efficient game that they got greedy. Gave uh, KC momentum back in that game. Hmm. As you see, he only had what uh, Pat Holmes only had two hundred plus yards. Yeah. And offense rushing wise only had that many yards, but you score that fast, you score that quick, you had field position, you take advantage of your um, opportunities, and you get right back in the game. But uh, Patriots didn't fold it. They fought. They got some calls. They went their way here and there. Right. So did uh, Kansas City. So I mean, it was an even playing field at the wild with overtime. You get the call. The defense has a chance to stop you. Not once, not twice, but three times. You couldn't do it. You lost. That's been the 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 calling call for the Chiefs the whole year. Yeah. So I think everybody pretty much expected the Patriots were going to score once they won the, the coin yeah. toss. What I've been saying all year, I've been consistent with saying, who's going to expose that offensive line because the offensive line's not that good at all. This is that Pat Mahomes be getting that ball's hands between less than three seconds a lot. And once you finally let them hold that ball. Mm. Could the same be said about New England? Because Tom Brady gets the ball out that quick as well. Yeah, Typically. Right. Yeah, but but no, but a lot of difference between this, um, Patriots is a nickel and diamond team. Right. Naturally, anyway. But when it comes to KC, they like the, the medium and long passes for the yeah, Tyreek. Predicated Eagles, on the, the yeah. long crossing routes for Kelsey here and there, but – they, they don't dig and dive too much unless, you know, they need something going forward. Mm-hmm. Their base with New England is getting that ball to the hand quickly so the DNs can't get to them. The Bosa's, Ingram, the Kansas City with the most sacks of the regular season. And, wow. you know, so, I mean, like I said, How would you grade – how would, would y'all grade um, the performance of Tom Brady? I feel like it was overstated. It's a, ga- it's a, game, it's a game of interest. Mm-hmm. And D Ford lines up three and a half inches the other way. Tom Brady finishes the game with one touchdown, three interceptions, and like a sixty rating. So how you so, feel about the game? So so what was what would you grade him? I'm giving him a C, a generous C. Interesting. What you think, John? Give him a B. Because you get a W. You That's why you got a C and not an F. It's a W. So, but you 300 plus yards. Okay. You right. You get a B. You ain't like you get an A plus. You got a fucking You got a, <laughs> <laughs> you got a B because you got you going to the Super Bowl. You're 41 years old. That's why you, you got a C because you're going to the Super Bowl. No, I give Jared Goff a fucking C. What? Why? He's going to the Super Bowl. Jerry Goff got it. He had over three hundred yards too. What you? What you mean? Jerry Goff got like a D. Honestly, pause. <laughs> yeah, you gotta say pause. You gotta say pause. That's why I niggas was about to retire. Man, I wouldn't even. <laughs> I would shit. I would have a bad. I would. Nah, niggas be. So Jerry Goff's drive down the field to to 
to win the game. It was it meant nothing. That game was C. Like that was wow. game was C. <laughs> wow. This shit wasn't spectacular. So both, all right. So both quarterbacks that won, yeah, both quarterbacks that won, you give them C's. I think their defense. At least you're consistent. I give you that. I think their defense played better. Both teams. Like I said, they limited the big plays between Kelsey and Hill. They weren't on the field long at all. Mm-hmm. Um. New England ran the ball pretty much at will. Oh yeah. Um that's a C. And what, okay. I, what, I, said, <laughs> and what I said about Kansas City of what they needed to do to win that game, they pretty much didn't do. They didn't blitz enough. They relied too much on that four man rush. I get it that Ford and Houston had good games going leading up to that and they was pretty much being dominant with Andrew Luck, but that's a that's a different animal right here. Yeah. I mean a lot, of, a lot of Andrew Luck plays, it's like downfield. He likes to set shit up, especially when it comes to tight end, medium and above with, with T.Y. Hilton. But this and with Ellerman, Nick Nick Diamond down the field, you're not getting to him. That's why you think Houston, Texas, even with Deshaun Watson, they always losing to him with uh, Clowney and J.J. Watt. They can't get to him. You got to have a team with the front four and Bliss Vitality to get to him. Mm. That's cool. I just wonder who was the last team that did that to get to him. I'm just wondering who was the last team. Was it Denver? That was the last team to get to him. Seattle. You gotta say Seattle because they. No. Did Seattle beat the? No, they beat Denver. They beat Denver. So, so it got to be Denver, right? Denver. Denver was the last team some to get people, the Brady. Some people were saying it would be Philly. He had 500,000 yards. I'm saying that. I'm not saying that. Hey, one play. You had Graham hit him on the shit? Nah, nigga. He's going to go down 50. Yeah, 600. He's waiting on 600 yards. Like, come on. Like, um, Denver and. Denver was the last team. More recent. Not more recent, but. Denver was the most recent. No, I mean, like, long at Denver. Denver, Giants. Denver was the most recent. Or Baltimore. That's it. In the right, what are you talking about? 2012. Yeah, so said they the last two. Yeah, that was, yeah, it was, it was a stretch ago. Right. Have, Obama was in you office. Yeah, yeah, but we lost though. We lost we broke get oh, it broke. It broke. Oh, Tory Smith. That was like, I, that was like oh, 400 yards. Like, I, I that, <laughs> that was damn near 400 yards. Welcome, Nika. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my God. Yeah. See, I ain't mean to bring up old way. memories. This nigga Sally Man just had a daughter and all that shit. You tried it. Can't stand that motherfucker. Right. He sucks. He in the city heavy. Like, we all mad. He loved us, but still, and leading up to that shit, every fucking Monday, I got tired of him, like, Apologizing for his lack of skills on the field. Like, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to read it no more. Give mm. little dissertation about why you didn't deliver. Why, bitch? Why? Like, that's kind of how I feel at that point. Love, like, 
awesome. But, but again, yeah, awesome. Every, everybody loves Tory Smith off the field. Off the field, he's amazing. Right on the field. <laughs> I don't think no Baltimore fans. Very few Baltimore <laughs> fans still like Tory Smith on the field. Like I said, again, that game, he got 400 yards. Gronk, damn, they had 300 by itself. Yeah. It's <laughs> so crazy. What say we got to him? No. Well, it was probably 2012. That's how we actually we, played. Got we to got him, to him, yeah. Because 14, what's his name was going off too? Edelman and um, Amendola. Edelman threw the little trick play to right. Amendola for the touchdown. All right. Before you go though, Good. I was really waiting for y'all to say y'all was mad at Kansas City for allowing them that's, to give them. Two see, this is what I was about to go at. Three seconds. <laughs> yeah. That two minutes, and I said, give him. You give him a minute and fifteen. That's still too much time. Not. No, I don't know. That's still too much Shit. time. They, that is Tom they, fucking they Brady. And four right six seconds. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> minute fifteen would have made me feel a lot. No, minute fifteen would have probably been a couple more passes to Grant downfield. Sure. <laughs> I was like, no, yeah, no, 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 but they did give him a free timeout with that too. Right, he's going right before the right. Yeah, I was pissed. I was like, throw it. Look, just throw a sideline pass for me. Like run a clock a little bit. Do something. Right. Do not leave. Yeah, that problem. When they did that, I was. Yo, it was funny because when he when they scored, my whole timeline was like, Nigga, why are you dancing? It's your game, Brady. Two minutes. Like, what you doing? Yo, that was hilarious. Even that, I was like, Oh shit. Your left patch was 39 seconds. That's what, exactly what I said. Listen, <laughs> yo, my mother called me like every play. Like, okay, this happened. You know how big, big of a football fan she is. I told you it's over with. It's 30 seconds now. It's over with. I'm like, look, 39 seconds is too much time. Just watch. They're going to tie this game up. She called me back 30 seconds later. Yeah, you was right. <laughs> I mean, one of my friends said uh, Brady about to do to his Brady thing. That's just. Too much time, and when she said that, we all knew exactly what they were. They was dancing. It was crazy. How you gonna be body rolling, nigga? You know. <laughs> <laughs> I, was so weak. I was like, oh, I, I was pacing like it was the Ravens. I was mad. Just want y'all to know, because I thought I, I knew that the Patriots was gonna win. Right. I thought like Kansas City actually played a, a decent game. I, 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 I was surprised. Yeah, and then when they kicked the field goal to tie the game, I was like, "Oh, they really want it! Like this is a game here! Like I, they didn't let it go away." So yeah, I, I was, I was giving them props. You, you dragged them through the mud, but I was really was giving them props. I felt like they, they tried. Cool. Kansas, Kansas City. City. No, I gave that defensive uh, game plan. I can't. I'm not, I'm not saying nothing. But for the offense. can you, can you really drag them? Because they've been consistent all year. Defensively, yeah. man, we ain't doing a damn thing. You say and dog the Chargers for not switching shit up. The Ravens for not switching shit up. Different teams for not switching shit up. I'm a dog them Facts. for not switching shit up. Because at the end of the day, I've told y'all. I don't understand. The regular season, they was doing three to four man rushes. And what he did, he sat there and put up 40 fucking points. I don't Please. understand how it's the last drive before the Super Bowl. And you got 40 seconds to stop. A running back, a white running back. Oh, you'll be. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, let's be for real. We can't really name how many Hall of Fame white running backs we got. Mike, Mike ain't in the damn hey, Hall of Fame. On. Not yet. Mike, he filled in for you. All right, right. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you, you, you ain't let Sony Michelle go downfield. You let Rex Burkhead go downfield. 
for 40 seconds. But that was a good strategy. Bruh. Yo, he fat. He definitely went downfield <laughs> like it was nothing. We ain't worried about that motherfucker for Rex Burke. He went on that. Fuck this. Fuck this. This motherfucker ran the ball. Just running all, all over him. All over him. It's the last drive before the Super Bowl. Mm. Yo. And you can't stop Rex Burke. You don't deserve Yo. to go. You know when they lost that game? When they got off the bus, because I was, cheering, I, was cheer, I was cheering for the Patriots as much as I could actually possibly cheer for Boston, which means I kind of didn't really want y'all to win. But if somebody got to win, Boston could win it. You know, you know when they really, you know when they really gave up. They gave up when they had a um, um, penalty on D four. Yeah, that nigga face didn't change after mm. that killing. He was like, what? That, def- like after he scored a touchdown, but this my thing though. Overtime, Th- he's this, that same. but no, no, what like breaks my heart as a football coach? You're playing in a loud stadium. You can't hear a thing. You're on a D line. What's the first rule when you line up on, on a defensive line? Look at the ball. Look at the ball. If you look down the line and see, damn, I'm past the ball. I'm past the ball. I should back up. This nigga had a left tackle wrist and shit like nigga. Right. And then he still got blocked. I'm gonna see if you jumped off sides and made a play. Like nigga, you still got blocked. Right. Like come, Brady over here. Like la 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 la. Let me throw a bad pass. Like yo, that's what I ain't get. Siobhan said the Chiefs defense uh, on three separate third and longs. NOT is what cost him the game. Gave up third and longs three separate times, and it was over with. They gave up third and longs, like, consistently. Consistently in that game. Absolutely terrible. But we're going to get to the Super Bowl pick in a second. Well, in a little bit. We already know who the Super Bowl pick we see, You see everybody's energy. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's a Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> Patriots don't win, she's surprised. She don't know my rule. What's your rule? I don't never pick Boston over LA. Ever. Damn. I just thought about this Boston and LA. <laughs> I, uh, I should have seen him in St. Louis LA. Rams. <laughs> or that that uh video Roland posted in the group with LA's the uh, LA reaction. <laughs> it was like, Woo Yeah. Yeah. In a Super Bowl. Right. Like bro, like, I mean it's not a football town. That's why right. they lost to uh LA teams before. It's not a super yeah. football town. No, it's a tour city right. in the Lake of Town. Right. Period. It's basketball. You playing basketball in I wouldn't say basketball, just say Lakers. But they still playing basketball. <laughs> you right. say the Lakers. Anybody checking to see no damn clippers like that. They not, but I'm saying they still they probably playing basketball in Venice Beach right now as we speak. Facts. Because <laughs> the basketball that is facts. They do they do be hooping. All right, play football on Venice Beach. Let's get to it. For our loyal listeners and viewers, y'all, y'all looking like who's this young lady? Who's the lady on the on the mic I know, I having a good time? Hey, that's what we enjoy. I feel like we set the atmosphere for you to feel welcome to come in and just talk some trash. But we got the lovely Nika Watkins with us. How are you? First of all, thank you. For agreeing to do an interview. Because oh you was genuinely surprised. And I don't know why. Like, why was you? Well, because people ask me to do interviews all the time. And the thing is, like, I'm so, like, behind the cameras. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll sit with my clients. We'll do, you know, interview prep and all that good stuff. But I don't do it myself. Like, I just, 
Right. Is that what grandma saying? It's like, no, I'm good. Like, let's hey, nigga, let's take a picture. No, I'm good. You know, <laughs> like, we'll stay back. I'll, I'll hang back here. Right. And so, twice before this, I actually did interviews on behalf of an event that I was doing. Gotcha. And it was like, oh, the talent that was supposed to do the interview didn't show up, so you got to stay in there. And then it was another time, like, the talent just didn't know enough about the event, so I had to stand in. Got you. I've never really done it. Like, got you. Yeah, it's like, I'm not doing Right. So, but the reason I ask is, one, with us, of course, we're a, a sports show, but we're also a hip-hop show. Then on top of that, okay. we're also big on people in our city, that's doing great and positive things in the community. And they just, we like to promote that. Like negativity is bombarding the media and it's sexy, it's fun, it's easy, it's, it sells. We're trying to flip the narrative. Positivity could do it just as much. Baltimore is about lately, you know, you yeah. know, the whole my Be More campaign, and that's just t- changing the narrative of the city in itself, so, it's crazy, it's like, I could go on my timeline and just see a bunch of negative stuff, it's so bad, where well, I just had to, like, back out, like, right. back out of Facebook, like, right. oh, four murders over the weekend, okay, yeah, it's time for me to back out, and I don't know, like, I've always tried to make sure that whatever I was involved in, it was something, um, positive, the events that I do, the people that yeah. I work with, I think about who they are as a person and, you know, what they're contributing to um, the universe. So, I, mean, I don't know, I guess I'm glad, I'm glad that you said that you're doing stuff like with Big Steve and working with your bad brothers with the boxing thing. It's always been, like, positive stuff. Right. And I've tried to promote, like, the other sides of it as well. Right. So, tell us, tell us your story. Like, oh the start of it. Who's Nika? Yeah. Research, and at the time it was a male-dominated field, and um, it was like a lot of hospitals had publicists for um, crisis management and things happening. So I was like, I'm definitely not cut out for the hospital thing. Yeah. I started um, reading more into it. I saw the entertainment side, and here we are. Uh, My first job was at 92Q. I worked under Marlita Austin. Wow. I don't know if she's watching. She might. She's my friend on Facebook. And I did a little watch party. But she taught me a lot. Like, she had been in radio promotions for years. So, But she had that, that double crossover. Mm-hmm. She did promotion stuff, but she also did PR. She did press releases. She told me how to write them. Back then, we were faxing press releases out to media because it wasn't like the internet was really popping like that. I mean, I had an email, but we weren't emailing them yet. So I learned, like, I guess the gorilla style, like the hard work where you actually really faxed it. Then after you faxed, you called over to make sure they received it and you're mm. talking to people about it. Um, once a month, I'm calling different media outlets just to make sure that whomever our contact, you know, is still there. And if they're not there, then I'm like, oh, well, who's there? You know, I'm adding that person's name to the list, to the fax list. Yeah. And so now it's so much easier when you have, like, online platforms where you get you know, do this stuff. You could do decision and you could just find whoever you want to send a press release to via the email and not have to put the work in. So it's like, mm. I still have that old school, like, yeah, I'm going to get in your face. Um, I'm like, I'm 
going to call you before I send you a press release or I'm going to call you after I send you a press right. release kind of thing. So, I don't know. It's, it's The cool thing, I think, for me is, like, being able to see the old school way and then see where it's going. I'm like, oh, yeah. maybe sometimes I don't want to conform to the new wave stuff. <laughs> it's like, social media, what's that? Like, I probably was the last person to get on. Um, I got on, like, MySpace. I never did, like, the Black Planet thing. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> like, So, your roommate said you would be good in PR. Yeah, like, what sparked it? Like, was it a certain assertiveness you have about it? I don't or? know. I, I should ask her. I've never really asked her. She um, she was in PR herself. Like, that was her major. Right. And so, we ended up having classes together. And I don't even think... She's, like, in fitness now. She's, like, a fitness trainer. She doesn't even work in PR. Wow. She ever really did, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so, you should be... For me? Yeah. I, back in the day, you know? Yeah, see? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I'm a military, but I'm a military brat, so like I kind of have friends from everywhere. Right. When I was in school, I just knew everybody and I was cool with everybody. I've always like treated people the way I wanted them to treat me, no matter who it was. So you know how you had like, especially in high school, you had like the cliques and oh, mm-hmm. she dirty. Well, I don't talk to him because he. I was never that girl. Like I was right. cool with everybody. Like you cool? Hey, what's up, John? You know, like I didn't care. Like I might be. With, you know, the, the white so you was like Monday, most you know, friendly. We all we cool. I'm cool with everybody. I like everybody. I, I'm still kind of like that. Like now, I like I like I like who I like. I'm cool with who I'm, who I'm cool with. It doesn't, you know, you get always like that's stupid, but some people still do it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's clicks just form for some reason. Stuff like that. Like, right. I'm always just like who I like, and I've always been. I try to be genuine. I try not to. Um, Hurting with feelings, you know. I'm not, don't give yeah. me a face. You I'm, know, I'm just laughing. Like, no, I'm like, oh. Then it's how, yeah. yeah. But what I can do is, you know, I've always right. kind of had that. So I think it might have been that. So we okay. were cool. I pretty much knew everybody, and it was like, oh, you know, like I'm having this event. They would want me to mm-hmm. be there because I know people, and if I tell people to come, they they're gonna come. And that's kind of how. Gotcha. So how do you get like venues or is that? Part of your... It depends. So, I have people that I work with that do stuff like that. Okay. So, if you come to me and you say, I want to do a, I don't know, an album release party. So, I have, like, somebody that I work with where I'm like, hey, I need an event. This is the size and this is what I want to do. Sometimes it's stuff that I know. Like, I've, I've been to the venue. I like it. I think it, it could work. Mm-hmm. Some people that, 
that I work with just like, hey, you know, it's Mia. Mia is like my right hand man. Hey girl, if you listen. Um, <laughs> she, I call her and she kind of handles like the business management side of it all. And she'll tell me about venues and spaces that are out there between Baltimore and D.C. And then I have like friends and yeah. connections in different cities so we're doing something somewhere else. Yeah. And I normally say, hey, want to do something in Dallas? What do you have? And this is what I'm looking for and it helps shoot me back stuff. And then we'll go from there. Gotcha. Where are you originally from? I am from Baltimore. I was born here. Okay. But um, I claim, I used to say Charlotte some more. I claim Charlotte, Baltimore, Wow. Yeah, so But that 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 plays into it because being a, I guess a military brat as you put it, you get to see different states and cities and cultures. So you get I don't know what's like what ages you were during those times, but so we moved from Baltimore the first time I was in the fourth grade. Okay. And we moved to um where were we? Pennsylvania. We was in Chambersburg. Damn. That sound like that sound like they got them. They got Confederate flags on them. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what it sounds like. like. Real, real yeah, talk. Yeah. Yeah. Real talk. Like it was. Seen the Amish people. Black people in our school. Me, my sister, and our friend Stacy, and we all lived in the same. Girl. That's crazy. We were the same bus. You know what I'm saying? All that. And, um, yeah, like, I was teased. They called me nigger Nika. Like, I used to fight all the time. I'm like, get me out of the school. Like, I hated it. So we lived there, I think, for, like, a year. Then my mom moved us on to the military base where it was more black people. And so then it was more gotcha. when we switched that school. I was so happy. So, so, wow. so happy. But you get to see, like, different cultures in different cities, how people move. So I guess, you know, that plays into the PR lifestyle in a sense. It does, and I feel like I pick up a little bit everywhere I go. So right. a bit, you know, a slang, a bit of an accent, if you will. Right. And it's mixed up. Because you said all that very regular, like, oh, she's from Baltimore. All <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, I do, but then, like, <laughs> it's some things that I feel like I picked up from Atlanta, like, real bad. Really? Yes. I say y'all, first of all. Hey, y'all. Like, that's so Southern. Yeah, that is a little southern. See, that's like, yeah, it's a little southern. It's y'all everything. Like, my phone will change you to y'all because I say y'all so much. I understand. It's a, damn, it's right. a little southern. But we say y'all, too, though. It's not like I do. Not, no, you got like y'all. Yeah, like, you got a hey, w, yeah, you got a w and a drag on that <laughs> mug. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool. All right, but, uh, I mean, what you about to say? I ain't going to cut you off. So, the, was, was, for somebody who wants to get into PR, because you said you was going to school for for business, I like, what would be your um, advice for someone looking to go in the PR route? Because it seems like nowadays, like obviously we're on the podcast, but everybody see entertainment and wants to have some type of impact on the entertainment world. I'm going to tell you like this: it's a lot of writing. And they don't tell you that. Mm-hmm. Like, I actually am blessed because I was good at writing. Like, yeah. I could just write, like, hey, you know, any, you know, composition test that you had to do, and I had to write something I could yeah. write. And I know how to create my own narrative. So I used to write little short stories, yeah. and all that stuff. And so I still do. So you got to know how to write. And now the trends are switching up because you have, like, the BuzzFeed style writing, you have AP style writing, mm. you, have, you know, APA. So it's, it's a different style of writing, but no 
how to write and they know your audience because I'm telling you, I have PR friends and I have uh, media outlet friends who will call me or forward me a press release that's terrible and laugh at it. Mm. Like, this girl can't write and it's, it's people that I know. I'm like, yeah, I know. Like, what, what do you say? And yeah. it's nothing. It, it's nothing for you to take a writing course. It's nothing. Like, right. I'm sure you probably can do a, take a writing course for free if you don't know how to. Like, properly write. There's books. There's things that help you and guide you. So I would definitely say it's a lot of writing and PR. Um, I think people look at it of the glitz and glamours of doing the event side of it all. Oh, it's fun. You work with this person. You around this person. I was like, yeah, but, you know, I put a lot of work in. Right. And also, um, the trends change a lot lately in... Um, I think that because everybody's on this like ratchet radical thing now, like where you know you can say something wild on social media and it, and it blows, know, it blows, it buzzes. The thing about that is, um, somebody created it. Like if they weren't just a radical and just said whatever the hell they wanted to say, like they thought that out clearly and properly. Right. So old school media techniques and you know old school communication techniques are still like live and visible. <laughs> wow. And you should know it. You know what I mean? Like don't. Um, cut corners and think that just because it's here now that you don't have to actually, you know, put in the work and learn the field and know the businesses you do. Um, for example, so just this weekend I watched, have you guys seen the fire documentary yet? Fire. From fire. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, not yet. Gotta, not yet. Gotta watch those. Both of them. I watched um, Netflix first. Netflix was more fun. Like it, it was done by a PR company so you could tell yeah. kind of created like this this is the party that never happened. Duh, it was fun. It was exciting. And then it went down. But I think Hulu's version was more informative about how they were really like frauding people or whatever. Mm. So the key thing for me is watching that is like the PR people they use this company Fuck Jerry. They put on the one of the best PR campaigns I've ever seen in my life for, for people to spend like $25,000 to go to a festival for the mm. weekend that you've never heard of and no one has ever been to. It was just like priceless. And I say with social media, with PR, with marketing, branding, like you can create whomever, like you can create whatever narrative you want to. It's powerful, but yeah. at the same time, it's like you got to be mindful of it because they didn't know that they were dealing with, you know, some scam artists or that event was going to end up turning out like that. But at the end of the day, that was your name on it. Like, you did that. Right. You know, you, you created it. So you have to be mindful of who you're working with and what you're putting out for real. Seriously. I mm. work with somebody like that. I ain't going to say any names. And I was like, well, damn, I got sham. Like, this whole event was a sham. Like, wow. So... Like so, what's the like? What's some ways to protect yourself from that? It's hard because if you've never worked with a person before, um, and you don't know them, especially if somebody's right. out of town or whatever, like in this situation, you don't really know. It's like, but for you personally, do you like research? Like, with like, pretty sure everybody got a social media. Typically, I do. This person came to me as a referral, so the person mm. that referred them to me was somebody that I trusted and believed in. So I was like, okay, well, this person referred them. But as time went on, I was like, yeah, the way you're moving and you're doing business, I don't think you really know events. Like, it's something yeah. that ain't right. Like, there's how do you have a whole team of people helping you plan to put on this event, and none of us have met each other. Like, kind of like this thing. And I was like, I like to be hands on. You're sending me flyers. I don't even like the flyers that you're sending me. Like, who's who's doing this? Like, what's the what, right. what are we doing here? So when it all um, was said and done and the event happened, there was really no one in the event 
So I was like, thank God, a lot of people didn't go. <laughs> but wow. the talent that was supposed to perform or whatever really didn't show up. But the person who referred me was there and gave me all the details. She's like, this is a hot mess. People is leaving. They want their money back. I was like, yeah. I kind of had a feeling that was going to be that. And I had something else going on, so I hadn't even planned on being on that, that event. Initially, it was supposed to be one date, and they pushed the date back. So when they pushed the date back, I was like, yeah, I can't even make it. I'm booked. I'm booked on I'm already booked for that date. So I'm glad, because if I would have showed up and it was like that, like, yeah. we might have had problems. Like, you're messing with my name and my brand at this point. Exactly. So... So the number one challenge to how you do business is working with other people. Would you say that? Yes, because I don't like people. Is it? Play. But is it? <laughs> is it also I'm like? Serious? I really don't like people. No. I'm like, I'm is like, it also like a, a great joy too? It, it's a given occurrence because it depends on who you're working with. Right. You know, like I, the clients that I have currently are people that I've had for a while, um, except for Figusine. I just started working with them um, last year. But they're like friends. Like we talk about personal stuff and mm. we do business together. And I think that you have more respect for someone that's your friend that you get along with and you yeah. like that you do business with opposed to somebody that you don't like. I don't like you. I'm probably gonna send you the voicemail every time you call, it's gonna annoy me. And I'm probably not gonna work on your project as hard <laughs> as I would if it's somebody that I like. Like for example, I've been working with Shabazz Brothers, oh my god, since it's what, two thousand fifteen? Yeah. Um, going on four years, so that's a friend, you know, like Shabazz is a friend, like I, I love his children, you know what I'm saying? I I believe in his um work ethic and what he wants to do. Like I, I'm helping you create the dream that you said that you wanted to create. So we because we have this long standing relationship and then we're also friends, it's kind of like I'm going to treat your business the way I would treat my business because basically it is my business. <laughs> you right. Know what I mean? Like oh, we're we're infused right. when it comes to this. Like, you know, like media are looking for me to make sure that we put on a good show. And so I'm gonna, you know, keep you in line and then you're gonna keep me in line. You're gonna tell me what you want, what you don't want. And we fight. Don't don't get me wrong. I believe it. We we fight. It's not like ah, like that, but we do have like disagreements where I'm like <laughs> Right. And he sounds like he, he Shabazz. I mean, he's a guy of very few words. He is. And, and like, but but when he speak, it's like, all right, yeah. I said what I said. And when he says Nika baby first, I already know that's a no. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I already know. He's like, all right, come on, Nika baby. Like, I can't do it. Like, I already know when he says that. Like, that's the he won't butter me up to tell me he can't do what I need him to do. But I'll do it anyway. <laughs> and then I tell him, well, I did it anyway. And then when it works out, he's like, all right. He just left. Mm. He, he kind of laughs it off. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, um, yeah, I can't. If I, if I don't like you, even when you hear people like, I'll take you off my list if I don't like you. Mm. Like, you're, you're in bad when you come to my events. I can't have you here. Wow. Yeah, I can't. You know, I, thank you. It's my workspace. That's like a house to work in. Exactly. I'm glad we stayed on the list. Good. <laughs> you know what? Like, I'm glad we were pretty good. <laughs> you guys, uh, y'all great. Y'all been y'all been there since the beginning. So Pre- I didn't know really too much about doing a boxing event at all. Like I had never gone to a real fight. Mm. Before. Like that was my first fight. So it's been fun. Every time you can you can tell me. Oh, she the one. She the one. Go ahead, go ahead. You can tell me two months in advance. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'll be out of town. No, that's what it seemed like. Every time, like especially before I got married to my wife, I was either in PA where she lived at at the time, or I was 
I had to do something with the family. I had to go to PA. No, no, no. We had some fun. Bread. Yeah. Yep. That was fun. I mean, just the the fights in itself. Yeah. Um, I I had like a conversation with Shabazz after that one. Like we don't we talk about them, but we talk about what 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 didn't work so we can fix it. And I was like, this the cars this time, like actual fights. Um, and some of the fighters surprised me, like um Sharpshooter Outlaw, Greg Outlaw. Greg. Oh my god. Greg was he tough. Looked Amazing! So I was just like, that car was crazy. Yeah, to me. Like, and that fight was was with him and uh, Mac. Yeah, yeah that and fight I was love, great. Yeah, I love Mac. Like you know, it's like a hometown favorite. I worked had worked with him before. But yeah, it's kind of funny. My best friend from college manages Greg Outlaw, so it's kind of like I got love for both. So right, like, Ooh, this is gonna be you know tough to watch. Like I, I love both of them, and um, but Greg just kind of like surprised the snot out of me. Like. Mm. Like in, in the back yeah. of my house, I was like, I don't know. Like, I seen Mac used to work on a bag one time, and I was like, Woo! I was like, I'm not sure what it is. So I was a little, you know, so I was a little afraid. I wasn't sure, you know, how that was going to turn out. But that fight, um, truck to debut, truck to debut, which was kind of, it's not kind of, it was actually amazing to actually be a part of that. We was tripping because the intro was longer than the fight. <laughs> <laughs> but but, but we expected it though. We like, man, truck gonna knock Slim out. Yes, it was. Exactly. Exactly. Everybody was on their freaking feet. Yeah. For that kid, and I was like, yes. And I've watched, you know, for the past couple of years, I've watched him grow. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I remember we had you down to do burns, and you still had your little the head gear. You were little, and he like grew up. When I see him, I'm like, dude, you like bulked up like overnight. Like you exactly you came from a kid to a grown. You're grown. Right. Like, you got grown man body. Right. He laughed at me, but. We look at the the pictures because we did his very first interview, and he was like, "Yo, truck was tiny, Malik was tiny," and then now you look at him. Well, Malik's still small, but but he's tall. (laughs) (laughs) But you look at truck now; it's like, yo, it's crazy. He's a he's a problem. He's a problem. Malik is a problem. Whoa, he gonna see me in person. He's like, What you mean, whoa, on my live when I was far? You know, I do. You know, I do. <laughs> my man. But it's just like the sound of impact blew me, you know, yeah. like that that punch. Ooh, he got a good yeah. punch. And um, Rockman Jr. Yeah. He, he, I, I don't want him to hit me or, or be near me and accidentally hit me. I just feel like that. That's a big dude. Yeah, but he just is, is power in that. And I'm looking forward to seeing what he's gonna do. I'm looking forward to the next. Event because, like you mentioned, not only was the card great, but when you like, I'm a boxing fan, so I'm just looking around and you just see all this like stars. Like, I don't know if you realize it, Jared Hurd, yeah. who's like the top he middleweight, the, he was he, there, he trains in the same gym, right? Um, yeah, he you had him there, you had all the not, yeah, all the Russells. Yeah. 
<laughs> like, yo, it was crazy. Of course, Malik is family, so he always supports. Um, Sharif was in the building. You're supposed to fight. Yeah. He dropped. Yeah, we, we talked about it. <laughs> he, yo, let me tell you, his crazy ass, it's a video. Um, they were interviewing with another outlet, and um, they asked <laughs> Rockman Jr., how did he feel when he got hit, like, in his eye? He was like, did you feel it? And Sharif in the background of the interview, he didn't feel shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm <laughs> And whoever that is in the background, I'm telling Robert Jr. looking at this video, he was like, you know that was Sharif. I'm like, those guys. But it's funny to me because their personality is so different. Like, um, Junior wants it. Like, he, he, he wants all the smoke. Yeah. And Sharif is like, yeah. But if you bring it to me, I'm going to get it's it. It's war. You know, right. I'm not going to start it. Right, then, but I'm definitely gonna bring it to you. Because right, I don't know. I did both of their um debut fights. Oh yeah, and we was there. Yeah, yeah. 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 And the one in the MGM. Woo. <laughs> it's been a it's been a journey. That's all I'm gonna say. Wow. But Lorenzo fights next month. Mm hmm. February ninth. Is it the ninth? That's the same night that Tank fight. Yes, he's yeah. on the card. Yeah. Yeah, he's on the card of that. So uh, we need to get him up here. Oh yeah, we'll make that happen. Real quick before we switch gears, your um, uh-oh. you know about that actually? I don't know. I just feel like oh, you said something. So I'm the uh oh, like, like hold up. Like no, I'm just wondering because you talk about the relationships you build through your events. Uh-huh. If it's okay, like tell us a little bit about the relationship with Fife Dog. Rest in peace. Oh And it was like Monday night, they used to have this like happy hour or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, I saw him. And I was like, that looked like Fight from a Child Called Quest. And my girl was like, it do. And so I was like, I'm about to go over here and ask this motherfucker, why the fuck he lead a group? And you know, <coughs> like, <"Hey>, like, <laughs> no, was, hold up. Rumor was, he like, <laughs> like, like they broke up because they said he, he didn't want to be in a group no more. Y'all remember that rumor? Yeah. He didn't want to be in a group no more, and he moved to Atlanta. So it's Mm. And that was our, our thing. And like Mondays was 
Um, wow. Justin's in the we go to Magic City, and then like whatever we ever did to go to, we loved like Fuck Ruckers. I lived near Fuck Ruckers, so he would come up to my house and pick me up, and we would go to Fuck Ruckers like on a regular. Wow. There was like a sushi spot that was near me. We used to go to the sushi spot. Like that was my guy. Like I still remember the day that he told me he needed a kidney. And initially, it was supposed to be Rasta Root, like, to give him the kidney, and then that didn't work out, and then it ended up being his wife. And I still remember that he called me, and he told me that it was her, and that they were doing the surgery, and it was coming up. And then he was, like, kind of preparing me for him to die. And this was 2009, the summer of 2009, so it was, like, August 2009 when we were having this conversation. And I was upset with him, because it was like, how do you call somebody and tell them that? Like, we're friends. Like, we, at that point... My daughter was born in 02, so this has been, we've been friends seven years. Yeah. So at this point, like, I'm attached to you. How do you call your friend and you have this conversation with them and you say that? And, um, of course, we, God didn't take him then. I was happy, but still when he left, it still hurt because I had, like, just was talking to him. He was just talking about I'm going to be in D.C. next weekend. So mm. the week he passed away, he was supposed to, to be in D.C. and he was supposed to get up. And I feel like now I wish I probably should have um, hung on to moments that we had like yeah. a little bit more because it was times where I saw him and I didn't necessarily like <clears throat> love him on him like I should have like he did DC Loves Dilla 2014. Um, actually, I think that's probably the last time I saw him um, was that show and he was hurt. Like Malik had a, a way of like masking the pain when he got on stage and just like would kill it he would never yeah. right. like in a, like literally backstage in a ball and he his foot was in a boot and he was just like you know like I'm like hurt but you know when I get on stage my this is not going to be what it is we took a picture together I cannot find that picture wow and I didn't even ask to take the picture Root was like hey you know Malik's in here cuz I'm in, in the backstage or whatever I don't normally bar, you know bother the artist unless I had to he had did a whole bunch of interviews for me that day so I was like, oh, hey, Malik, you know, like, yelling or whatever. And I was like, oh, shit, like, what's up? And he's like, you know I am? You know, he gave me that whole spill. And Roots was like, you want to take a picture? So I was like, yeah. But it wasn't me who said it. And so now when I think about it, it's like, damn, we shorty, like, you probably should have yeah. you know, cherished that moment a little bit more. And, it it sounds like your relationship was so genuine. You didn't view him like how we would. Like, that's one of the, like, that's, that's Fife. Like that's legend. Yeah. Like that's five. Like you never. Yeah. See. Yeah, that's really. Um. No. Like I that's five. We spent time together. Like we hung yeah. out. We were friends. Like we'd be in the street. Somebody told us we were like brothers and sisters one time. We used to laugh at it. Like okay. Um. That's funny. But yeah, we were friends. So it's definitely different. Um. It's people who say now that he's gone will will say stuff to me like, oh, I didn't even know you knew him like that. Well, why would you? You right. Know, like, he's a good <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I got a lot of friends. Like, uh, I remember one time, um, somebody had posted an outfit on Instagram, and I, it reminded me of something that we could wear, and I tagged him. He like cussed me out, like when I tagged on that outfit. He was like the shoes, like it was some Adidas that had the wings on them, them Jeremy Scott. Stop. Wings. He was like those motherfucking shoes. I don't wear them shits. <laughs> like, that's what, that was my guy. Like, wow. my guy. Like, we just, we were just, like, cool. He's a, he's a cool person, though. Yeah. Like, he was um one of the type of people that would give you the shirt off 
damn back. So it's like, I don't know, like, you just, you just cool like that. Well, so just being a, a fan of, of Tribe, just he seems like that type of cool, laid-back, sports yeah. fan. Love sports. Love sports. Um, I'm sure you might see them do fan. some shows. Like, I had a radio show, me and a friend. Really? A friend had a radio show. It was called How Was Your Weekend? And it was like a, one of those... Um, what you call it? Everybody had one of these shows at the time. Dang, I can't think of it. Like, you could call in on the phone and do the radio show or whatever, but yeah. everybody had a show on this station. It wasn't Blog Talk, but it was one of those. And so we had a show, and um, we did a show on hip-hop, and we actually called in and, you know, did our show. Like, we are still, like... That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, we had fights. Right. That's my guy he was. Like, he called in on our show. And then, um, like, the guy like that I hosted a show with, he was like, um, yeah, like Nika had sent us some pictures. He's like, man, I hope you won't have me over here looking crazy with the pictures. Like, what you said? I was like, I got you. You know, like, we friends. We cool. I got you. But, like, that was just, I don't know. Like, there's so many words that I can say about him. And there's so many words that I can say about our friendship. But we had, like, one of those brotherly, sisterly love. Like, mm-hmm. like so we had a big fight because he accused me of, like, dating one of his friends. And it's like, does it matter? Like, he did not like it. It was kind of like... Y'all remember that scene in You Got Served where David was mad at He don't remember. I remember, yeah. They I ain't ashamed. I remember. I watched like three or four times. It was one of those. We had one of those fights. I was just like, dude. David was Marquis. Oh, you watched it. Oh, oh, you don't got it. I got it. You got the DVD? Why you ain't never seen that movie? You got the DVD? I ain't going that far. But I understand. It was all right. It was cool. You was trying to dance. I'm a fan of dance, damn it. I'm a fan of dance, too, so I ain't ashamed to say it. I watch it. And it's a, it's a hip-hop movie. And I watch some deep. It. Right. It's a hip-hop movie. It was fire. What it wasn't fire, but it was all right. It was all right. You got served as a hip-hop movie. It is. Yeah. It's hip-hop dance. Dance is part of the culture. It was all right. Dance is one of the elements of hip-hop. Exactly. You, you got to watch it. I mean, you can't the, get rid of an element of hip-hop. The scene just cut for me, mommy. Oh. That shit was hot. Why you looking like that? That freeway opening scene. It was fire. He did got it. He did say that. I ain't going to I'm, hey. I'm, 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 anyway, hey, it happens. I'm, I'm a comedian type of fan. I like, I like, it happens. Laugh, you know. <laughs> I'm saying, you know, eventually I gotta show my daughter that. Eventually, not not, not close, but down the line. <laughs> like like the other day, yes, what was it? Like two days ago, we sitting there. She's playing with toys. I threw on Last Dragon. She stopped those toys immediately and said, "Like, let me watch this." Right. It was just hooked. Like, <laughs> all right, cool. Yeah. So. I think every kid, as soon as they watch that, is like hooked. Yeah, it was right away. Get her glow. The opening scene. Like trying to emulate that. Like that kid loved it. She was like two then. She was kicking couches. I'm like, okay, go girl. All right. But you got to teach your kids. It's real shit. Like me and my daughter was talking the other day, and I saw that Slim Jimmy had said he wasn't gonna be in Brazier anymore. Oh, yeah. oh, that's his name. Yeah. Oh, all right. All right, cool. Yeah. So I was like, oh dang, like. Where the hell they been at anyway? Well, they just released the album. They did. Yeah. Mm. You know I probably I probably heard the song, but you know it was them. Know them. <laughs> right. So like, I I said, so well, they shouldn't break up. You know, like they're a group that people like. So like, yeah. maybe they should just like you know continue doing like solo projects and then you know come together or whatever right. for a little bit. Get over whatever they're getting over whatever they're going through because they're brothers. So she was like, "Well, they already did that. They did, you know, 
each of them did an individual album, and then they did one together. So their last <laughs> album was three albums. So I'm like, oh, okay. So they kind of did what Outkast did yeah. with, you know, Speaker Box Love Below. So she was like, you know what? Hmm. <laughs> I had that, um, that album cover in my head right now. I know exactly what you're talking about. So I'm thinking like, wait, let me Google this. Speaking about his love with love came out in 2003. That's a remix or something. Oh, yeah, you got to know what it is. You know, yes. Exactly. Right. But I'm fortunate because she actually likes, like, real hip-hop. Like, she's like, Logic has been one of the people that she's wow. been in, in love with for, like, five, six years now. That's what's up. So, like, she's in elementary school talking about some rapper named Logic. And I'm like, who is that? He's from Maryland. You don't know. And like, no, no. Yeah, he way out there. I can't even tell you a song. Besides, the he got the drunk with the wool. Well, he got the suicide. That's the I know that joint. He got the drunk know. with the wool, and he got the one with black thought. And he got a song with wool. Yeah, yeah. He got a song. It's called Wu Tang. All of them, J Cole. I probably heard it. He no, he got a lot of features. All right, you don't have to say a name if you don't want. Yeah, you can say a name. Who was the one artist that was like a dick to work with? Mm. Like if I'm a publicist, why the fuck are you booking interviews? Like that's just so insulting right. to me. <laughs> right. You know, like if I'm a publicist, why the hell are y'all coming up with you know having meetings about his branding and marketing campaign? And I'm not there, so I'm not gonna say any names because I feel like that would actually yeah. have artists lose. Is that the worst job that you ever had to do? <laughs> like you put your all into it, but you dreaded doing it. No, to be honest though, like I didn't dread doing it because I think that the, this artist is dope, and I think he had a hot record at one point, and I think I thought that record was going to take him, mm-hmm. and um, it just didn't happen that way. But so I wouldn't say that was the worst. Let me think of what is the worst. All right, for real. Lord, the African American Festival is is probably the worst oh, that we ever worked on. I worked on it 2012 to 2014. I didn't do 2015. Was it? Was it still and in DC? 2016. Was Baltimore? The Baltimore one. The oh, one okay. At M&T Bank Stadium. That's no longer there. It's back to being called Afram. I think they had it at um, Drew Hill. Yeah. The last two years. Um, it's not that doing that event. Is bad, like it's not the people, yeah. It's the event in itself is so freaking massive, right. and it's so many moving parts. And like, I feel like the planning stages it starts off really great, everybody be thinking, things start coming together. Uh, like two weeks before the event, it gets to be uh, mayhem and foolishness. Um, once one year they referred to the shit as a clusterfuck. Wow. <laughs> like, it is so much stuff that happens, and I feel like. 
coming to it gets crazy, it's busy, like my phone rings nonstop, like I, I just I lose my mind. But then like when it happens, the actual event happens, I feel like people who work there, like a part of the team, turn rogue and all hell breaks loose. Like people doing whatever the hell they want to. And it just it's like, no, this is not the plan, it's not what we talked about, this is not what is supposed to happen. That's when like VIP bands get missing. Everybody wants to bring their mother, cousin, sister, brother, being mm. VIP, like all types of stuff gets crazy. And literally the whole team, it, it affects everybody, so it's not just me. Um, we normally do vacation after that. Like offices shut down, like nobody is working for like a week because <laughs> a lot. It's massive. That is massive. Anytime you're putting on an event of that nature, like I don't care who it is or what they tell you, like that is definitely crazy. And that's one of the ones where it's like, um, the first year I did it, I had nightmares. My daughter can contest to that. Wow. <laughs> oh my god, I gotta get up. I gotta do festival stuff. Ah. <laughs> like, oh, it's over. <sighs> it's done. Like, it's just mad. It just takes a lot to put it together. The cool thing about it, though, is rewarding. When you see the hundreds of thousands of people, you know, out in out in the audience watching the show that you put on and enjoying mm. um, the show that you put on is no better feeling than that. You know, like being a part of that team. But it is definitely a lot of work. That is probably the hardest event to do. And I, I pat everybody on the back. You better, like, you, you if you're a Afram or African American Festival alumni, then you know what I'm talking about. Sheesh. And I've told people, like, get you some rest before if you can. Drink a lot of water because you're outside two days. And if you're on, like, the core team, yeah. there ain't no breaks. You know what I'm saying? You're there from sunup to sundown, from us getting out there and making sure vendors are there and vendors are set brutal. up. And, you know oh, man. Like, um, sound checks is happening. Like, with, with PR and, and, and the marketing side, you know, we are doing live interviews from on site with artists. Right. So we hit the, the pavement 5.30, 5, 5.30 in the morning because, you know, 5.45 is coming out. So... It's a lot, and I'm there until the end of the night. That that artist sings that last night. note. The trash is cleaned up. We are in the VIP tent as a team, and the you know 20, 25 people that core team are having that debrief meeting of what didn't go right, what happened, and how we can fix it for tomorrow. And Sunday is normally the chill day. It doesn't happen like to be as crazy as, as Saturday. But right. the last year we did it 2016. Saturday was smooth. Sunday was the same. Everything that could go wrong that Sunday from uh, artist flights coming in late to sound check was late though because sound check was late. The whole show was late and we having to cut, you know, artist time and they don't want to cut that time because they're in contract to do da-da-da-da-da to a particular artist who I love. I am definitely not going to say no names and incriminate myself, but her... <laughs> manager's bag ended up getting stolen with her back end payment. Yeah. Damn. That was all oh, that sucks. Crazy. Mm -hmm. All that we sucks. We are all around trying to find this backpack. Go. Mm -hmm. Wow. Alright, before we before we switch, fire and ice, tell us like fire what's and ice public relations, fire ice is fire. Fire ice. Ice. On Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. That's how they find you. That's how you find me. I have my own personal page. 
It's at I am Nico Watkins, but I'm on private right now. And if I don't know you, I'm not accepting Listen, listen. You, sometimes you got to lock it down. Right. Yeah. But all business related, just go to Fire Ice. Yes, please. I what? hope none of y'all are going to be like, Throw it off <laughs> my woes today. Nah, nah this is this is my fun. Stories. <laughs> nah, we're not gonna be thrown off. Yeah. Why? Why you look? <laughs> but you must. You tell them what happened to you in Philly. What happened to me in Philly? Why you always forget? I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. First of all, let's talk. Let's go back to football. Let's talk about football. Yeah. Cause I, I I know I was connected with you on you just yeah. getting there. Yeah. Yeah. We appreciate you again. You appreciate you. It was fun. Yeah. It was fun. Um. No. What happened? What? He knocked the white man over. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> don't look at me like that, nigga. Hit him so hard, nigga, to the point where he wanted to get up and say, nigga. But he was around like five other right. tall black men. Why did you hit him? See, you see that? See, that's exactly. Because the way he put it, it together, black it was like Three I Three of them over six feet. You think <laughs> I'm going to hit somebody? I like you're the person. You're so nice. Right. I'm One of six feet. I'm going to hit nobody. Think of, think of Marshawn Lynch on a little child. So what, what happened? All right, what happened was. <laughs> yo, he hit a, listen, yo, he hit a no. big shot. He hit a, he hit a trash can <laughs> tree and ground. All right, no, 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 no. No, let's clear it up. Cause you think I'm out here punching white people? <laughs> he working on punching random white people. Nah, nah. We walking, we walking down down the street. You know, like it's by going to the Philadelphia Museum. Yeah, we we going to the museum. We walking. You know, the sidewalk is big, but it's not big. So the four of us, me, Al, um, Taewon, and John, we just walking and we're talking about the draft. Right, and I'm looking to my left, talking and laughing with them. And as I'm walking, I like I didn't really break stride. You know how you trip over a crack? Look, <laughs> you laughing. You know you. I didn't really break. I'm just walking. Right. You know how you trip over a crack like that? My bad. I'm slipping out here. I did that, and then somebody, somebody was like, "Oh, damn!" And I, and look, I turn around. I see a bike go this way. I see the white man to about ah, ah. <laughs> and I'm like, what happened? Oh, <laughs> I'm, like, what oh, I'm like, what I do? So how did you hit? Wait, I'm so. So you're just walking. And I'm just walking. walking. Yeah. You stepped on him. I mean, what? He's, He's going this away. way. The bike coming this way, and I guess the pedal hit his leg while he was walking. So. So kind of tripped the crack, it was really the pedal. It was really a person, I guess. So, <laughs> I'm sorry, that's so, funny. so I'm like, yo. <laughs> it was funny that day. I was like, yo. <laughs> he stayed on that curve. So, yo, did he hit that trash can? Hit the tree? I swear, <laughs> you know how I'm tape laughing. <laughs> no, he got a break in his shit. Like he got reverb. <laughs> <laughs> It was crazy, but but the guy. But the guy got up, like he he didn't want to do nothing. But I guess I guess if it was just two of us and not four, he probably would have said nigga. 
He just said But yeah Yeah It's like What did he say though? He just got up I was like I asked him Are you okay Like you you alright He he a water bottle You a water bottle He's about to leave Right. He was going too fast anyway. You didn't do nothing wrong. It was crazy. It was crazy. We had fun at that. Did he have on a suit? Listen, no, I have no suit. First of all, I don't wear a suit. I wore, all right, listen. When all right, when you watch boxing, you see the people with blazers on. Right, the Frank Lucas. Yeah, so I'm thinking, all right, I'm going to an event. Let me throw a blazer on. Nicky go hit me up. All right, you ain't gotta wear a suit this time. I'm like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it, was suit. It, it was no like, shade. Yo. It was no shade. And to be honest, the first, so the very first Shabazz Brothers, well, boxing Raiders on that ever happened. They did it at the arena. I wasn't a part of it. Okay. I saw when it happened. I was like, dang, they should have called me. I could have helped them out, right? And then they, they did call me afterwards. It was kind of crazy how the universe works. But that first one was at Martin West. So T. Shaw was still, yeah. um, you know, partnered with Shabazz. So both of them, T. Shaw and Shabazz, both had on suits. He had shot, dude. They look good. T. Shaw always going to wear a suit, though. If, if yeah. T. Shaw was still around, he would not be the only suited one. But he'd be suited and booted. Like, he, he throws it on. Like, he, he, he's, he's a stylish <laughs> motherfucker. Like, for real. So they both look good. And I was like, yes! And it's like a picture of them with with a friend of theirs lawn. And so the three of them are like, I guess we're walking. But yeah. it's kind of like a stagger picture, and they all have. That's pretty dope. And it's so dope. So that was the, you know, the I guess the theme for it. But when we moved it over to Duburns, Duburns didn't have like the classy. It was more like a sports arena, so it looked yeah. like a sports field. So then it turned down. And then like if you're on the the field, because you know the actual boxing like like the mm-hmm. boxing ring was on the field, walking in at the hills, mm-hmm. sinking in the yeah. turf. So it, I think it changed like the. The feel, of, the feel it. of it. I mean, but it did. Back to Martin's breast, it got back up. And then at Bowie, the first one, we didn't have the lights. And it was like the arena, like basketball court lights. And it was yeah. light, And I was like, yeah, this is not it. Like some girls came in, you know, like turned up. And I was like, yeah. My homegirl had a whole like dress that was kind of see-through. I was like, shorty, go to the car and change if you have other clothes. Because like it's not that it looks like a college basketball game. Right. It doesn't have that feel. So we had to switch it up and make it sexy. So then she could have wore her, her CD. Yeah. This last one. <laughs> See, I was good. She ain't say nothing about that Martin's voice. Like, oh, yeah, you look nice. You fine. All right, cool. No, he looked good. Like, he put it on. I was like, go ahead. Professional. Like, Since day one. Since day one. You know, try to be consistent. I was very proud of that suit. But, <laughs> do birds, I had to let you know. Like, you, ain't got, you, ain't got, you don't have to do that because none of us was going to do it. Yeah. Like, we always kind of Right, you still was fly. Yeah, you still was fly. Right. It's an extra walk, too. You gotta walk down the steps. You ain't lying. Like, you burns, man. You put in work. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get to these picks before we get out of here. We gotta get these football picks in. (laughs) Well, one, I'm sorry, because we ain't wearing my no damn Pro Bowl. (laughs) Ain't wearing my no Pro Bowl. The Super Bowl? The Super Bowl. Or should we be saving for next week? We got, we got two weeks. Yeah, we got two weeks. We should save Super Bowl picks for next week. What's your pick, though? Already you already said, said it, New England. I'm disappointed because I don't want them to win again. Damn. 
Don't they got, don't Brady got five rings already? Yeah. yeah. Damn, uh, come on. See, that's why I posted earlier. I was talking trash about him all last night. My friend, yeah. he brought, I don't know if he listened. He called me while I was over here. He he was the one that I had the, the How Was Your Weekend show, but we were on the phone. And I was talking all types of shit. I was like, man, Brady, like, perfect ass, hair having ass, modern ass, <laughs> wife, cute ass, kid having motherfucking ass, American dream living ass, bitch about to get like six motherfucking rings. Like, this is me last night. Like, I was all. Yeah, she roasts them real good. <laughs> I mean, like, it, it, no. He's like, yeah, you talking about her? Cool. Yeah, I'm talking about her pretty ass. Like, his motherfucker. Like, God. Go out here and execute football well. Like, who tells him to do that? You know? Who tells him to do Terrible two weeks when the Patriots is in the Super Bowl. <laughs> it's it's Boston, yo. And it's just how perfect Boston is, and Boston's a sports town. It's beautiful. Then these niggas just win the World Series against LA? Yeah, a couple. Yeah, they damn sure did. I don't feel like hearing all this shit again. 45 posted their logo and was like, so the Patriots are going to the Super Bowl again. My response, I, I commented and a couple people liked it and laughed. I was like, you guys trolling us? Like, seriously? <laughs> like, the fact that you shared this with such confidence is, is problematic. Right. Because Baltimore, we don't like them. If right. you're a Ravens fan, you don't like them. <laughs> you don't want to see them win. So why the fuck would y'all even post this? Y'all could have left this shit alone. Right. Like, y'all didn't even have to put this up. You could have did it on the nightly news, recap, whatever. Y'all did not have to put this on y'all social media. Y'all are trolling us. Like, I really feel like they were trolling us. Like, mm. no lie. Mm. That was a troll move right there. Right. Like, my heart hurt. I'm still going to go right back to 2013. But the whole time, Tori going to get in touch with him for an event he putting on. Okay, cool. Let's do that. He probably not. Let me see this shit. <laughs> 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 like, he's going to do baby doll. Like, it's so cool. <laughs> you got the phone with it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but the Senior Bowl is this weekend. We watching the practices. We should be able to have our draft show soon. But you know, we get our breakdowns of certain prospects the Ravens should be looking at. Who we uh, talking about the show scouting wise first? Oh, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. But nigga, I don't know if you know because you see it's like with the boxing. We scout football very well, and for the last what four years or so, we've been right. These stars that come out of nowhere in the NFL, we knew it. We need, we need to get in touch with times. who I need to talk to. You got you got connects. We gonna talk off the air. Think yeah, you no, got I connects. Seen you guys a couple times with your pick, and um, one time I remember I, I responded, "Is that how you feel?" Like he was like, "Yeah, cause he going." That right. Like, okay, that's how you feel. I'm gonna remember you said that. So 
try to be. We try to be. That's our niche. No, you watch film. Um, YouTube is a best friend right now. Google. Um, yeah. I try not to put stats in it because you put stats, it kind of stats kind of don't tell the whole story. Yeah, it don't. You don't watch for what they're doing. You kind of look at their stats. Okay, so, so you look at the heart of the player. Yes, that's, oh, that's what I would think of. Oh, yeah. Def- I, I mean, definitely for quarterbacks, yeah. I, got, I got a grading system for that. Because if I, I if I don't feel yeah, like you can handle a blitz, if I don't feel like you can handle a blitz, I'm not going to rank you high as a quarterback. You got to mm. show me you can handle a blitz. You got to show me that you can read coverages. It's kind of, quarterbacks come out, they retarded. Well, I hate to say it that way, but they kind of are. The whole process is kind of like, it's old school. Like you mentioned how you... You started the PR from the gorilla, you know, just straight. I did like I, I that's how. Flyers. Yeah, like I did the gorilla marketing thing. Like I did that. That's that's pretty <laughs> much what what <laughs> scouting I is. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of a lot of time studying players, studying positions, a lot of rewinding and pausing, and just you know learning tendencies. And then I coach football, so that. That plays a part in it too, so it's fun. Yeah, I'm more of a, a basketball. I'm <sighs> mom. I like football. Good. Like uh, when I was pregnant with my daughter, it just—I don't know where it came from. I guess I had extra aggression or something. Mm. You know, hormones were off, so like I was like, rah, rah, you know, yelling at the TV. And stuff. <laughs> so she came out talking about some touchdown, like. <laughs> so that was thing, but she plays basketball, so when it comes to that. Yeah. When I was in school a little bit, but um, like I, like I can tell like who's gonna be who. He's like you a bus Allen and who's court. Huh? Like, like you a fry. <laughs> 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 he's a badass. He's a badass. My baby has told her. I told her. She, I don't think she believed me until he like you know like solidified it. But um. Mm-hmm. Like, so that was our thing. That's our date. Like, hey, you wanna go shoot some hoops? Yeah, like let's go. See, that's all right. Yeah. Though. Watch basketball. That's that bull. That's that bull. <laughs> I don't know if you can tell. I I like football. I really really like football. Basketball. That's a whole. That's a love. It, yeah, that's a love I mean, for I me. I like basketball. It's a love for football. <laughs> I'm exactly. That's what's up. Jeez. Like, I broke, like, I got a war scar, broke my finger playing. <laughs> so, 
I think you know, I it's something about Atlanta that brings out football because that's where I really got into college football. Oh yeah, Atlanta. I didn't really watch it before that. It's a football town. Yeah. It is definitely a football town. Even though like the Falcons never do anything, it's a football <laughs> town. And no, depending on who, because Atlanta is such such a mountain pot. Like depending yeah, on who comes you from like, everywhere. yeah, who you like. Like I've gone to a Philly bar and watched, you know. Philly game at a Philly bar in Atlanta, you know, there's Ravens bars, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's, it's really big on that because it is definitely a football town. Most of my friends from, like, Chicago or New Orleans. And they stand for their teams. Right. <laughs> like, I feel like if the Saints won the Super Bowl, they was going to burn Atlanta down. <laughs> Dude, I think the Falcons oh, That's going to be crazy. The Falcons are so relieved. The Falcons fans are so relieved. I know for sure they were ranked. Yeah, they was definitely take over Atlanta. They was about to take over the wow. new Mercedes Benz. Right. <laughs> I still, that's still, like, how do you, you know how mad I would be if we named our stadium Hinesfield? Yeah. Like how the f- it wouldn't happen? How the hell do you name your stadium after your rival stadium? Uh, when it, <laughs> it when happen. I when it first rolled out, I was working at um, Maryland Public Television when I was doing PR for Motor Week, and so that was one of the stories that we covered because it was Mercedes Benz and all the things that Mercedes Benz was doing in Atlanta to get the naming rights. Have like have you heard about it? They have like a, literally like a factory and interactive shit. Really? With Mercedes Benz, mm. oh yeah, it's big. So that was a big thing. So I was just like. What though? Like, how does this even happen? And does that mean that New Orleans loses the naming right? And like, that's wild. So that's mm. gonna be create more drama. Mm. I showed up at BMW. I'm sorry. They were my stadium at my rival stadium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's, I guess like Mercedes to Atlanta now. From what I understand, it's kind of like what Under Armour and Baltimore, where like everything is Mercedes at this point. I think. Mm. Shit, nigga, fuck Hinesville. We better be sweet baby rays or some shit. Like, <laughs> 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 we just so, so petty here. That would never. For, we ain't petty enough. Yes, we are. Think about it. If no. Colts are still just indie. Yeah, they just just indie. No. That is the most pettiest. No. That's the pettiest shit ever. No, we need, shit I've ever we need, we need <laughs> to be more though. petty. Because I don't know about y'all. I get upset when I walk into like Modell's. Or any store, and I see Steelers gear. Right next to it. Just I see Steelers gear. Period. <laughs> it makes me mad. Like what the? F- what are we doing? Well, I'm, there's Steelers. I mean, there's Ravens fans in Pittsburgh. That's fine, but sure. I know I know in Green Bay everything is green and yellow. Right. Ain't no damn blue and orange. <laughs> nah, we think about no Bears color. You crazy? <laughs> Even the stores are green and yellow. Somebody, you know, in the culture, yeah. so then it's like you gotta jump shit back. At, like, so that's a lot of them. Like, the Steelers didn't come on, like, Steelers was kind of like America's team, yeah, next to the Cowboys, yeah. America's a team that you yeah. name that you know, yeah. So I, I hate them. I never liked them mm. you keep all of that for real. I think I cheered for them one time, and somebody was like, No, you're a Ravens fan. I was like, Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm low key upset. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm looking. I'm upset with myself doing a jersey face, like in the early 2000s. I did have a plastic burst. I was mad at myself. Looking back, that, like, damn. Back now. I was like, I had a Steelers jersey, but everybody had a jersey. Like, I'm gonna keep Wait. surprising people. 
The jersey phase was like like 2000, 2001. Oh man, I had a bunch of jerseys. I mean, I'll make you feel a little little bit better. I had a Steelers do. This is us. The show. This is us. Greatest show in television. But come on, they love the Steelers. Like they're it made me mad. And then when they did the um the immaculate uh, interception, I was like, get the fuck out of here. Right. Too much. Y'all need to do all of this. We do not need to know no Steelers freaking history. And I had to like re look it up because I was like, wait. I knew there was a reason I didn't watch that show. Al, 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 I'm not watching it's that show. That show is amazing. But they're, they're yeah, all right. You said the shit's trash. Just because it got Pittsburgh in it, he's being petty. No, it's not. <laughs> what, was, what was the last Black Man, uh, uh, Batman movie? Oh, Man, Dark, oh, Dark Knight. That shit trash too. What? Y'all watch DC Yeah, I was going uh, 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 so crazy uh, Wallace All them niggas was in that shit yeah, Didn't they, 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 they film it there though? Because I, I feel like They the, filmed the part of it Field was in the movie and yeah, it blew it up. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, I can probably get a picture of that. They're still <laughs> <sad today. laughs> But I mean, This Is Us is a good show, even Excellent. though they're, that's the family team. Excellent show. Very much. We thank you. Thank you, Sean. <laughs> a little bastard. Matter of fact, look. That's why I was looking at a black man back in the day where I'm sure that was not heard of. Yo, that, you gotta watch the show. The show was fire. Howard University because he wanted to go to an HBCU and tried to be black. Then he tried, not try to be, but try right. to, you know what I'm saying? Assimilate. Assimilate and let him, you know, get a <laughs> Why his black son wanted to go to HBCU. Yo, the show is fire. The show is fire. Fire. Fire, fire. Listen, you got to make time. It's that. Nah, you keep. (laughs) I I think it makes you feel like it doesn't happen all the time, but it's like the Super Bowl was their thing and the Steelers being in the Super yeah, you, Bowl. See, you like, got to see it. It's, 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 Why would I watch something like that? That's just one episode. That's one episode, though. Two episodes. No, it's more than two episodes. Three episodes. This is like a year. When he um, built her that Steelers, when it's, that, that Steelers Stadium, it was. You cried. They built her Highlandsville. I did. I cried every week. Yeah. Like, have you seen my recap videos? Nah. Like, I'll be like, recap I'll be like this, like, okay, so... When Kate said, <laughs> when Kevin and like, oh my God, Randall, um, oh, hey. that one episode when the girl test when she came out. Oh, man. I say this every time I Tyler Perry so drops a movie. Tyler Perry. I purposely don't watch shit that I know is going to make me mad. Tyler Perry movies make you mad? Tyler Perry. This nigga threw a baby out the window. Did you not see him throw the baby out the window? Oh. And, uh, yeah, I remember that. Girls? Yeah, I remember that. Oh. Color yeah. Girls. That was a play. That was that a, play. a play. That's a play. And that's like, no. for color girls who no. committed suicide or who no. consider suicide when a rainbow isn't enough. Did you not see and the nigga get? Happens in the play. Yeah, though. they played he right. Didn't, he didn't do that. Officer uh, Malik Yoba got hit by the, oh, the big tough. red. Oh, you cried. No, I cry. cry, but nigga, shit makes me mad. That's a stuffy ass movie. Oh, Yo, but you. Unnecess- that part was so unnecessary. <laughs> no, 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 the whole no, movie no. Was unnecessary. We gotta talk about it off air. Why they get married too? Oh, we gotta talk the about that. That movie was was unnecessary. <laughs> that movie was hard. That movie was so unnecessary. We gotta talk about Tyler Perry makes me feel like it. I'm back at work. That's why I don't watch his movies. I'll be stressed the fuck out. Yo, crazy. <laughs> 
All right. Once again, how do you, how do uh, we follow you on social media? Um, me personally, I am at I am Mika Watkins. Um, but my business is at Fire F I R E Ice I C E P R. Bet. Yep. All right. Thanks for listening, tuning in, following us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at the Sideline Talk. I'll take us out. Be blessed, be productive, be more. We love you. We out. You may be into punk rock, soft rock, or classic rock, R&B, hip-hop, or house, country, techno, or techno-country. But no matter what kind of music you listen to, here's something else you should hear. Please consider getting vaccinated. Talk to your pharmacist today about Comirnaty, COVID-19 vaccine mRNA. This message brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer.